What up, what up, what up, my good people? It's your girl, Mezzy. I'm bringing the crazy. I am the crazy. And this right here is This Week in Crazy. What's up? Hopefully you're recovering from a pretty good crazy week. <laughs> that's what makes it, that's what makes it really uh, a good, right? Um, but I have to start it off. I'm going to just jump right into news and views because I saw this and I was like, yo, we need to wake up America. Okay. So Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. The people that, um, they're putting like weird stuff in your baby powder that's causing cancer. Yeah. Their vaccination has been caused to cause blood clots. Now, I'm no doctor, nowhere close to it, but I do know someone who is a doctor. I actually grew up with her, so I'm as close to a doctor as you can get. Um, Blood clots can literally easily travel to your heart or your lungs, and you can die instantly. So let's not make it seem like, because I feel like somebody, I heard someone say, they're like, oh, well, blood clots not that bad. That's how you get scabs for a cut. Yeah, we're, we're stupider than we think. We are so dumb Americans. But no, it is not that. It is a blood clot that can travel through your body. Um, but yeah, so, the, it, it, so right now it's looking like the Johnson & Johnson, right? So they stopped it for a while. And now it's looking like they're going to start it back up. Yeah, they say the benefits of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine outweigh the risks associated with it. Yeah, I'm not sure if y'all know, if y'all reading what I'm reading, but okay. Uh, The Federal Food and Drug Administration and Centers for Disease Control, uh, they called for the 11-day pause, pause, like, bruh, to be lifted. Oh, it's just, it's just like, I, I don't even... And, and, and Fauci, he says that he's, you know, he's on some, like, we taking it very seriously, but I mean, we don't really know because I, I think it's back on the market. Um... He said, yeah, he said the CDC and the FDA are the gold standard for both safety and evaluation. The gold standard, okay. Um, I think in the long run, what we're going to see, we'll probably see it soon, is that people will realize that we take safety very seriously. Okay, if you say so. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, listen, if you want to get vaccinated, do it. If you don't, do it. But um, I, Johnson & Johnson, listen, if you're that desperate to get to not get COVID, but you'd rather get a blood clot. I mean, really think about it. Just think about that. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I don't have much to say about anything else, but this is just, come on. Right? Like, right? Like, we're not going to, right? Okay, I'm sorry. I I don't want to get too into it because I feel like vaccination talk has become the modern day politic talk of like, oh, who you voting for? That kind of thing. So I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I'm just saying, people, use your brains. Don't be so, uh, don't be so excited about, getting vaccinated that you're not realizing that you might die by the end of the year, like, because blood clots are that serious. So uh, that's what I'm saying. You're right. Just, you know, make sure you read the labels, which, by the way, they will be adding blood clot warning labels on the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, as if anyone actually looks at the actual vaccination and says, oh, I didn't know that there was a... But yeah, so I guess that'll be... That's more than that's more than good. Uh, All right, going back into some news. Um, This actually, it's not... 100% 100% news, but I had to say this because it's really becoming like crazy. A gender reveal gone wrong. Um, and this actually made it to the news, so you know that's crazy. Of Tanner, Tanner Knight? I don't even know the word. An over-the-counter, highly explosive substance used for firearms practice that in the case was involved in a gender reveal stunt at a quarry. Uh, now, here's the crazy thing. Like, I'm all about gender reveals. Like, I remember I was in charge of my cousin's gender reveal, and I ended up having her uh, 
How did I have it? Oh, I did like a scavenger hunt. She wanted to kill me, but it was so much fun. Um, but people are just taking it too far. Like, you know, this, and this might be one of those. Uh, the man who bought and detonated a tanner, tanner night, um, turned himself in and the police said they're determining whether he'll face charges. My God. Um, in addition to the tanner night, a popular method of gender reveals, police also found blue powder at the site of the blast. Um, Tanner Knight sells a gender reveal target that contains just one pound of the explosive along with a pink or blue chalk powder. Um, but police didn't report any injuries in the connection with the explosion. So it's like, yeah, it was explosion, but like, how could this guy be charged? I mean, I'm just saying, um, but obviously if this thing is used irresponsible, like it's, um, irresponsibly or improperly, you know, then people could die. Uh, In Mexico, actually, last week, two people died after a plane involved in a gender reveal stunt crashed into water. Like, bruh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do want to know the gender of my baby, but, like, how badly? Right? I'm just saying. I I just, it's like, and then, like, from that, from that car, from the plane crash, like, that also sparks wildfires. Like, dead serious. It's crazy. Um, And then, I mean, just another sad story was, like, a soon-to-be grandmother died in Iowa when a gender reveal uh, device exploded and sent Sharpenel flying. So... Yeah, we could keep going on. I could actually, I can give you some horror stories about these um, gender reveals, but we're not going to do that because hopefully you listening right now, you won't be so stupid to do that, right? Hopefully. Fingers crossed on that one. Um, Okay, and last part of our news and views. I I found this slightly humorous, but it's news, so I'll do it. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, she's a former Olympian and reality TV star. She has actually filed the paperwork to run for governor of California, taking the first official step in a bid to compete against Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom, who is facing a possible recall election uh, this year. Uh, Jenner, who's a longtime Republican and an activist for transgender rights, uh, she took uh, to a statement and said, I'm in. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she says for the past decade, we have seen a glimmer of the golden state reduced by one party rule that places politics over progress and special interests over people. Sacramento needs an honest leader with a clear vision. Ah, I don't really want to get into politics. I don't, but I gotta say this, this is comical coming from someone who, voted for Donald Trump and then was upset that Donald Trump was like against trans uh, transgenders being in the army. Um, So I'm only saying that because like you got to do your research. And I just I don't know that like I feel like yeah Arnold Schwarzenegger like he did. He was the governor. So it did make it look mad crazy. Not gonna lie. Look crazy. But it was a good marketing standpoint. Not gonna lie. But um, Caitlyn Jenner. I just I mean I feel like we've hit the cap, you know, the quote, you know, the cap on it all with that. No offense. I just don't, I don't see you being that good in politics. And the Kardashians apparently aren't going to back uh, her because, you know, they don't agree with her policies, which is like, damn, if the Kardashians don't agree with your policies, brother, I mean, sister, <laughs> I, it's not looking good for you. It's not looking good. I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to agree with that one either. <laughs> but good luck. Thankfully, I'm not in California. Enough crazy things are happening in New York, so I don't know that I need to worry about what's happening (laughs) anywhere else, okay? All right, now we're going to get into the wacky but true part because it's wacky but super true. Um, Most people lie on first dates. A study found that most people actually lie on their first dates, but they differ on what they lie about. 
Men are most likely to lie about how wealthy they are, typically bumping up their incomes by about 20%. Uh, and men are also most likely to lie about their previous relationships and their occupations. Um, and women lie about their jobs, but more likely lie about their ages, typically shaving four years off the actual number. Um, yeah, I will say like, think about when you went on the date. Like, I don't know if you're somebody who's, who's listening right now and you've dated, you know, you've been in a relationship for a while, but if you haven't been in a relationship in a while, when you were on your last date, like, even if you're thinking to yourself, I don't need to lie. What am I lying for? What was something that you might've like skewed a little bit? I'm trying to think. I mean, I've been dating, I've been dating my boyfriend for about three years. Um, but I will tell you one of the things he lied to me about, he was like, I'm a romantic I'm a huge romantic. Yes, yes. When you when when we go out, it's gonna feel like your birthday every day. <laughs> we didn't go out for the first year and a half of our relationship, so I I think it's safe to say he lied. <laughs> yeah, think it, think it's safe to say he lied. Um, and maybe let me think about one thing I lied about is um, huh? One thing I lied about. That's a good one. I don't know. I feel like I don't need to lie. <laughs> I'm like the typical woman just lying to you right now. Um, I don't know. I think that I typically would lie about like my previous relationships, kind of just showing more so that I'm in control. Because think about it. What woman or man is really going to come into a first date or any date rather and say, yeah, I was played by my last girlfriend. Like, do you, are you mental? Like if you are that, like I, I hate to say it, but if you're that sad to be like, yeah, I got dumped by my last relationship and this girl played me in that. I'm just going to say you have low self-esteem, so start lying. You're welcome. It works. Women actually are proven to like lies. The only thing is, like, don't don't lie too much about your money because, like, that's going to always show itself. And it's very embarrassing when it does because, like, women have a way of also making you feel very small. You don't want to do that, right? You don't want to feel small, right? I'm just saying. Um... Okay, so now, so I'm actually in the place, I'm in the process of looking for homes. And uh, this is funny, I saw this article and I'm like, they must, you know how, you know how when you're looking for things on Google, sudden article pops up and you're like, wait a minute, like what is going, stop, wait, hold on, was they listening to me? But yeah, there was a home listing uh, for $399,000. Okay, now that's a lot of money and that's ridiculous for a two bedroom home. Like really? That's even crazier. In Kentucky. Like Really? Like, really? And I'm not trying to be ignorant, but I really feel like the whole state of Kentucky is costs about $400,000. <laughs> not being a jerk. I'm not. I'm just a New Yorker, so we're obnoxious. It's our thing. I'm sorry. But, like, really? Like, I don't see why I would ever want to live in Kentucky for $400,000. It's just it, the most ignorant thing I've ever heard of. But um, the home is advertised as peaceful, private, and scenic, along with the two beds and two baths. So, I guess the two baths make up for it. The home features something a little more unique. It's described as a bonus by the real estate company. A vault-like room in the 1986 home looks very much like a prison cell. A search on Google Maps reveals that most of this part of the house is situated underground. Prison cell. Um, leaving much to actually speculate what it's meant to be. And uh, some are speculating that it's actually used for a safe room in case of tornadoes or natural disasters. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe if there, but if there's a jail a jail cell, I don't know if that that's that's a slave that that's a jail cell definitely. Um, but would you want to get into? Would you ever buy a, a house or apartment or anything that has like a doomsday uh, doomsday shelter? I totally would. I would totally buy something. I'm like so ready for doomsday. I mean, I'm not ready for doomsday because I don't know how to shoot a gun or 
use a knife or um, build a fire, but like I will. And I have it in my head. So as long as you know in your head that you're going to one day get prepared for doomsday, like you'll be eventually ready. That's all that matters. Um, but is that like, would that be something that you'd be into? Is that a feature that you'd find cool or weird? And I think that would say a lot about yourself and your personality if you do find it cool or weird. Yeah, just a question. I think I'd find it cool. I'm all about preparing for the, unless there's literally like a jail cell situation in there that that's weird. I'm gonna need them to knock like $50,000 off because there's definitely like dead souls in there. I'm just saying it's true. I'm just, I'm gonna keep it real. You know, there's some people that died in that cell in the jail cell, but if it's just like a regular dooms, like a bombs doomsday, whatever, I'm with it. I'm totally with it. Gonna start stacking my cans in there. It's lit. It's lit. Having parties there. It's lit. Um, but anyway, another wacky but true, Americans spend on average 18 full days in their car every year. So it's no big surprise that 64% of us consider our car a friend. Over a third of Americans would rather themselves get a scratch than their car, which I can relate because I, I actually did the dumbest thing ever and shoveled my car. I shoveled my, the, the hood of my car with, yeah, I shoveled it, the hood. And so now it's got scratches all over it. And I'd rather have scratches on my body than scratches on that beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm very depressed about it. Um, while another 15% would rather break a bone in their own body than have their car break down. Yeah, I, I think I could agree to that. Because that's like, there's no more depressing thing than being on the side of the road and everyone just passing you. Like, really? You know you could have definitely helped me. I'm just saying. Uh, one in five, uh, which is about 20 21%, would rather spend an entire day in jail. Okay, see, I didn't read that part. I didn't, I didn't see that. That's crazy. Then have their car get totaled. Ooh, damn. Yeah. Huh. That's a good question. I'm gonna, I might need to just do it on my social media. A good little... Um, quiz of how much do you like do you consider your car a friend that's a good one I might actually keep this one up and use it as a video because I have yet to promote my podcast but somehow some way I still have two viewers so shout out to you two viewers you guys are you guys are amazing you make you make a girl feel real special that's that's all I'm saying a girl feels good um but and a wild 13% of Americans would actually break up with their partner before parting with their car and 44% have named their car. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I could, I, I think I, I think I'm one of those. I think I consider my car a friend because I would probably do every one of these things. Absolutely. The jail. So the thing about a day in jail, not terrible. Two days. Yeah, that's, that's where it gets real bad. But one day, not terrible. I did spend a night in jail. Don't want to get into it, but I did. It wasn't good. It was because I was hanging out with some hoodlums. I was hanging out with them, some rap scallions. So we called them back in the day. They were rap scallions and I was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. It's usually the answer. <laughs> that's usually the one. That's usually the one thing people usually say. I'm at the wrong place at the wrong time. But I was young enough where uh, we got in the cell together and it was actually pretty fun. But not fun. Not fun. Because they, they, they offered us like a bologna sandwich that had mold on it. It was like, really? Do you want me to die here? It's only been one day. You could have at least just given me the baloney. I'm just saying. So I'm definitely, but I, I think, and, and answer those questions for yourself. Are you more friends with your car than you thought after answering these questions? Think about it. And like, when you get in your car today, give it a little kiss. Because it does it. I, I give my car kisses all the time. That's why, I, that's why I personally feel like when I'm on E, I have like a good day. Because I'm telling you, I kiss my car. Just saying, try it. And if your car breaks down, that's because you're trifling. It's because who told you to start kissing your car now? That's all I'm saying. You should have been start kissing your car. You should have been giving it love. That's all. 
That's all I'm saying. All right, so now we're going to finish off a couple more wacky but trues, you know, because there's always some oh, wacky but true stories going on here. Um, wow. Okay, there is, wow, 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 this is the wackiest but true story ever. Okay, so there's always, like, a new trend going around that women and men, they want to get into so that they can look good, right? They want to look good, they want to feel good. And we, as Americans, have this undying need to look as good as we feel and, and look young. And it's like, dude, just look your age. I work in an assisted living facility and these women and men look damn good, right? You just got to embrace it. But uh, apparently there was a salon owner. She started doing vampire facials. Now, if you're not familiar with a vampire facial, that's when you take, I believe it was, it's when you take your own blood. Like they take some blood out of your system and then they put it on your face. Um, it's meant to purify and cleanse your face, which blood oh god kill me uh a salon owner share name is maria ramos de ruiz 59 is the former vip beauty salon and spa owner in new mexico her spa offers various services including the trendy vampire facial which pulls blood from a person's body and then reinserts the blood back into a particular part of the person's body to heal and repair it so that was a lot better than what the hell i said right on monday Ramos de Ruiz was charged and it was announced that she was officially indicted by the New Mexico Attorney General's office on Wednesday for giving some of her clients, get this, you ready? HIV. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Her arrest comes from after an investigation was launched into her business back in 2019. At least two of the salon's clients contracted HIV after receiving vampire facials, uh, and, and that's insane. The New Mexico Department of Health in August 2018 learned a person with no risk factors for HIV had contracted the blood-borne infection after getting a vampire facial at the VIP beauty salon and spa. Oh my God, that sounds crazy. I like if that doesn't make you realize like you're beautiful and you don't need like imagine you're like wow like you know I want this vampire facial to make myself feel beautiful now you have AIDS you know or HIV and it's like right like how could you ever feel oh my god I don't even I don't even know what to I don't even know where to go with that is that going to be something now does that put you in a space where you are less likely to try new things because there are some things that are very cool and organic and they're you know and they work but like are you less likely to try this I mean, you know, it depends. Listen, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't tell, I can't confirm or deny. And I'll be honest, you know, I'm young. So I, for now, I'm on the opposite end of it. I would not try it um, because I just don't think it's HIV. Like that's, I wouldn't have tried it regardless. Like blood on my face, dude. Like I'm not, I don't even like to look at it, but I passed out at the side of me getting a cut. Like it's not for me anyway. So uh, but I, it, it, that doesn't deter me from ever trying anything holistically. I would definitely try something like that. But I, I don't I don't think I would ever try like blood. Ugh, gross. OK, now this is this is crazy. I got to tell you guys. Cause, and the reason why I'm even saying this, uh, I have to read this article is because let me tell you, if you are somebody who's like, yeah, I'm going to get these PPP scams. I'm about to get this money. I'm popping whatever the case is. Let me tell you, your ship has sailed. OK. Before I start, I want to say that This Week in Crazy by no shape, way, or form endorses or uh, backs anyone that does any scamming or stealing because I've been on the receiving. I've always, I'm the one that always gets scammed. So I genuinely hate all scammers. So sorry. But I want to tell you this. Just a word of advice. If you are listening, if one of, if one of two of my listeners are scammers on the low, don't worry, I'm not calling you out. Okay. Your secret's safe with me. 
um, doing the PPP scams, it's not. And now if you're wondering what the PPP scam is, um, it's like the small business loans uh, that the, a lot of a PPP loan funding. Uh, it's yeah, it's like it's for small businesses so that they could have recovered through uh, the pandemic. Um, but anyway, like I said, the time to do that was like last June, maybe even the latest September. Now the government is on to you. Don't be stupid and don't be this guy. I mean, this is a level of stupidity that I can't even understand because I'll, I'll share my opinions after. Okay. Um, a Washington DC pastor is under investigation for allegedly spending, get this, over $3.5 million dollars in PPP loan funding on 39 automobiles. The founding pastor of the Kingdom Tabernacle of Restoration Ministries, Rod uh, Rudolph Brooks Jr., is being accused of using funds from the Paycheck Protection Program to fund 39 vehicles for a debunked car business. The 45-year-old was arrested early this month. Federal authorities seized $2.2 million that Brooks deposited in several bank accounts. Well, at least he had the money. He had some of the money still because that that's tragedy when most people don't even have the money to show for it. Jesus. Uh, they also took possession of his 2018 Tesla Model 3, which like, I'm sorry, but like if your pastor is pulling up in a Tesla, bro, you better report him. Like, I'm sorry. I know he's with the Lord, but the Lord don't even like the Lord that don't even compensate. Like, I know the money I'm throwing into this basket is not going to that Tesla. Like, it's it better not be. In addition to the Tesla, Brooks purchased two 2017 Infiniti Q, uh, Q50s, a 2017 Mercedes-Benz Mercedes S-Class, a 2005 Bentley Continental, a 2015 Cadillac Escalade, a 2014 GMC Yukon XL, and several older model luxury cars. These purchases were not considered appropriate use of the money, which is meant to assist struggling businesses impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Brooks owns cars direct by Gavon HWD Bob's Motors, a business that buys and sells used vehicles. So he was trying to maybe like start a business. But, you know, I, what's, I think the craziest thing, like I said, is like how religion has even become like, right? You're a pastor, bro. Like, what do you need to even have millions of dollars for? Like, right? Like, I think the American dream has just gotten skewed a bit um, in terms of what we deem is appropriate I, you know like everybody's american dream is to have a million dollars and right like why is nobody's dream to just be able to to live right to take care to, to be in early retirement or whatever the case is why is everybody's american dream now to be ridiculously wealthy with money that they're probably not even going to spend you know it, that's what i'm saying right like let's let's rethink this american dream idea that we've had for so long you know i just i don't know i i think that uh I don't know. I think it's it's just it's sad, but you know it is what it is. But let's and let's be realistic in our thoughts because you'll never make yourself happy if you're chasing a dream that most people can never even attain unless they're stealing, right? That's all I'm saying. Just food for thought. All right, this is okay. This will tell you like and honestly, men and women like I know we've been cooped up in the house together for quite some time, but this is not the time to be fighting or stealing, right? I just the common thread: don't fight or steal right now. Uh, two Amazon workers, uh, her name Lu Lucian Leonte, 37, and Maria Strisu, 50, were, 51, were employees at a distribution center in the village of Kegworth. Um, and since July 2019, the couple were discreetly stealing items from the center and jacking the systems to make it seem like the items were delivered to customers. Leonte and Striseku, I just want you guys to know, Leonte and Striseku, they're white. So I just want to get you in your head because I know you're like, Leonte, uh, 
yeah, they're white. Just guess what race that is. Okay. Uh, would work together as the two were stationed with different roles with, within the company. Leontay was a packer at the Kegworth facility, and he would take the items, sell them, and transfer the money earned to accounts in Romania. Well, damn, they had it pretty much down packed. Things were going well for the two until they got into a heated argument, and that's when their operation went downhill. Back in January, the police caught the couple after they responded to an unrelated incident, and the two had been arguing, and when the police came to the scene, Leonte admitted to their dirty deeds. Yep, they, uh, they had saw, when they had came into the place, they saw all of these uh, different products that they had from Amazon, and, you know, of course, the police, that's the worst thing. That's what I'm trying to tell you, people. Like, try to always resolve your, you know, your disputes. Because once the police get involved, they're not only going to be worried about what's going on between you two, they're also going to be worried about what's going on around your house. Just saying. Like, real talk. Like, really think about that. So, yeah, they're, they're looking at some... They haven't really said how many years they're looking at right now. Because they just um, went to court. But, I mean, Jesus, I mean, you're stealing from Amazon. I mean, wow. Terrible. Terrible. But... It was good while it lasted, though. I'm just saying, not a terrible, I mean, it was terrible because you, not a good thing, not a good thing. Don't steal and definitely don't fight, like, you know, well, you're going to fight, but like, don't steal and fight. You're going to lose. It's a lose-lose situation. Uh, I do want to give this positive because I love, you know, I love positivity. Um, there is a newly opened Breonna Taylor exhibit looks to celebrate her life. It's in Louisville and it celebrates the life of the late Breonna Taylor. Uh, we know her story. She was murdered uh, in Louisville by the policeman who stormed on her home and didn't even knock the door. Um, but it looks like in addition to the guidance from Palmer activists, they're steering, you know, they're going to be having like mental health clinics and, and this is going to be a great, it looks like it's a step in a really good direction. It's a free exhibit and it's open to the public um, at Louisville's Speed Art Museum. Mm-hmm. So, that, and it's going to be open through June 6th. So if you are down there, definitely make sure to go. I think that's beautiful. It's like always, and I, I listen, and this is for the people that say all lives matter and you know, that kind of thing. You know, this is the time for you to say, all right, yeah, you're right. This She was wrongfully murdered, and let's celebrate her life, right? That's important. That's important. Okay, and I always like to end it with something a little crazier than crazy. What the, who the, where the, this is what the Florida. Um, because why Florida people, I don't know, they drink, it's something in their water. I genuinely feel like there's something in their water, and <laughs> and they can't, you can't do anything about it. It just is what it is. Um Okay, a Florida family has been indicted for selling bleach as a miracle cure for COVID-19 and other diseases. Mark Green, 62, peddled the deadly chemicals with his three sons, Jonathan, 34, Jordan, 26, and Joseph, 32, as a miracle uh, mineral solution, MMS, for any number of ailments. They allegedly tooted the solution as a cure for the coronavirus, not just to treat it, but to even prevent infection. Sales of the solution generated more than $1 million. Crap! I could have been selling bleach this whole time. Missed my calling. MMS is a chemical solution containing sodium chloride and water, which after ingestion became chlorine dioxide, a bleach used for industrial water treatment or textiles. The family manufactured and sold MMS without any note of the dangerous side effects, such as severe vomiting, diarrhea, and low blood pressure, which most people would probably think they have COVID from. That's all I'm saying. Uh, The Grennans allegedly sold their cure under the guise of a religious entity called the Genus Second Church of Health and Healing. My God, this is the second time we've been scammed by a church. Just letting you know. The Justice Department sought to halt sales of the MMS as early as April 2020. 
The Genesis 2 website lists the group as a non-religious church. The organization described itself as a loose-knit organization with a mission statement to do good deeds for all health, for the health of all mankind. Right. Uh, leaders held titles of bishop and archbishop, but Mark Greenan repeatedly acknowledged that the church had nothing to do with religion and was mainly to avoid going to jail. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do that. Uh, making claims that unproven drugs, especially potentially dangerous and unapproved chlorine, chlorine dioxide products can cure or prevent COVID-19 or any other diseases in unacceptable, is unacceptable. A court order from a civil case mandated the family stop selling the chemicals in 2020, but the Greenans alleged continued selling their solution in defiance of the order. Come on, y'all are just bugged. Uh, they're bugged. They're bugged out. Like, yeah, they're bugged out. Yeah. Like they're, they're going under the jail. That's all I'm saying. Each member of the family is charged with one count of conspiracy to commit fraud and two counts of criminal, criminal contempt. The Greenans would face up to life imprisonment if found guilty. Damn. Yeah. I mean, definitely not. I I don't think it's worth it, but damn, if we knew we could have been selling bleach as a miracle cure, all I'm saying is stop listening to these hooplas and crazy people that want to sell you any and everything and it's terrible that's all i'm saying just don't be them um okay and i like to end every episode with just something positive to keep you going right because we need we always need something to keep going um it's okay doors will be slammed in your face people will turn away from you your opportunities might not be as fruitful as the next person but it's okay as long as you persevere and you keep going and you know your truth nobody will ever be able to take that away from you Live in your truth. Be your truth. You only have one life. And if you live it correctly, well, not correctly, if you live it right and spiritually the way you feel and you need to live it, one life is more than enough. I don't know. Just food for thoughts. Think about that. Until next time, my peeps. Later.